Hey, AfterBuzz TV listeners, want to share your opinions, give feedback, or tell us what you're thinking? Send us a voice message. Voice messages are an easy way for you to send us audio that might end up in the future episode of our after show. They're the latest feature from Anchor, the platform we use to publish and distribute our podcast to you for free. You can send us voice messages about all sorts of topics, questions you have for us, what the thought of the latest episode of this TV show, who we should have on the show, something you want us to do better, your best impressions of one of the characters anything you can think of. We'll see all your messages and we might add them into a future episode. Anchor makes that part super easy. You can send us a voice message right now from wherever you're listening. Just tap the link in the show notes. We can't wait to hear from you. Sausage, wine, and a whole lot of lies. You know what that means. It's time for Good Girls. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Hello, everybody, and welcome. I cannot believe this is the second to last episode. We are getting to the finale. I can't wait. So welcome, everybody. Thanks for being in the live chat right now. Juliet, how are you doing? I am doing so, so well. I am beyond excited to be back with you guys. I've missed these good girls, and there's so much to talk about. I know. How much did you miss talking about Brio last uh, A lot, a lot, a lot. We know. Big discussions ahead. We have some time to talk about it tonight, though. But we are going to be talking about a lot tonight. We have... Uh, Mary Pat's Human Size Lie, Boomer's Return, and Is Noah a Changed Man? We're going to talk about that, plus we've got shout-outs, news, and our predictions for the finale. If you've got predictions, be sure to be thinking about that and throw them in the live chat, and we'll shout you out at the end of our show. Um, Before we get started, what was your overall thought on this episode? I mean, this episode was so strong. Let's keep in mind, this is almost the season finale, so they're gearing up to it, and I think they did that in such a great, great way. I'm I'm on my tippy toes. I know. It was a real building episode. You could tell that there's a lot that they're going to pack into the finale. I feel like it's going to be jammed pack, and I feel like I don't know if they're going to tie up all the loose ends next week, but, I mean, only one way to find out, but it felt like it was leading up to a lot. I think in this episode. So let's jump into it. Um, Let's go ahead and start with the biggest thing that happened, which is Mary Pat's secret. First of all, um, I didn't know that Mary Pat could keep a secret that long because she goes and runs to anyone she can find. Um, But we find out that Mary Pat did run over Boomer, but when she got back, um, he had already made a run for it. So... um, the girls got her dead husband instead, which was a real talking point last week. So, um, do you think that this was a genius move in storytelling, or do you think that this was kind of, um, like a patterny sort of like, you know, tricked you, caught you moment? Oh, I think it was, I, I thought it was really smart. I thought it was really clever. And as I hate to say this, but part of me was kind of excited again, lack of better term, excited very loosely that Boomer is back. Um, I think that's writing-wise, I think it was kind of a smart choice um, with them. Because I went back, I actually, I had a little bit of time today, and I went back and we saw this, this was a callback to episode three, so it was at the very beginning of the season, and I watched the editing to see if it actually like lined up, and it does. Like there, It cuts to commercial right before we see 
the whole part of Mary Pat, like, getting out of her car, going and finding the tarp, covering him up. So they did a really good job. Um, It's so interesting whenever they have a callback from at the very beginning of the season, from episode three. So this has been very well thought out as far as the writers go and the storytelling goes, which is really, I think, a cool thing. Yeah, so that was fun to get to see that. And we haven't seen Mary Pat. We've been talking about Mary Pat a lot and like if she's died where she went she ran away but it was we're seeing kind of all the characters emerge once again right before the finale which is kind of fun i think yeah we're gonna kind of see everybody i next think it's week. super fun and when they put little nuggets like this in shows i it makes me you know my imagination that there's there's a show beyond what we actually see the fact that they she talks about how they go out and they do all these things and we don't get to see it just because the show's already so great they can't you know can give us everything. Yeah, it's too packed. So. I know, pack everything into one episode. Okay, um, my question is, do you think that, since Mary Pat is back, um, do you think she's going to be running to Agent Turner and the FBI? Or do you think that she's going to help the girls? Because I feel like this is a question that I battled with, I think, throughout the season. Do you think that she's going to be bad news for the girls? Or do you think she's going to help them? Gosh, I think she's never good news. How <laughs> has she ever been good news? I can't remember a time that she has. That's she's true. She's only caused them problems. And yes, as a viewer, she's caused me many laughters. But she also stresses me out. <laughs> That's true. And her kids, too. I yeah. mean, they are a handful. All those boys. Um, also, it was kind of interesting seeing the story of her husband die, and she just left him out on the lawn. You know, he, I guess, had a heart attack or something, and she's not telling anyone that he's dead. And I thought that you would get life insurance for that. Like, I feel like that would have come up. Uh, so, yeah, but I think life insurance is not an insurance that everyone has. So, if they weren't set up that way, and they have, that was kind of her only way of survival. But True. I'm a little confused, be- unless you you know tell me otherwise. We're introduced to her as being this single mom. So do they never, ever explained what happened, or she just was able to hide it for longer? That was kind of, I would have liked it, though, you know, when in the beginning of the episodes, they were like, previously on, it was missing that for me. Yeah, well, and I feel like when we she was introduced, she was also strapped for money. She's always been money-first kind of person, and that's where all the chaos, I think, comes in. Um, because she held the girls to getting that monthly stipend so she wouldn't tell Agent Turner everything. So I'm not sure what she's been doing since she hasn't been getting that money, but I guess laying low and not getting caught by anybody. So anyways, um, let's move on to one of my, I guess one of my favorite topics is love stories. And before we get into Beth, let's talk about Annie and Noah. So their love story is developing a lot. Um, Noah, Annie is real ballsy, and she tells Noah, like, you're FBI and I know it. Like, she just wears her emotion on her sleeve. She can't help it. And now Noah knows that Annie knows. So do you think that Noah is going to help her, or is he playing both sides of the fiddle here? This is really, really hard for me to tell because when he's alone with her, I see this chemistry. And then I ask myself, is he just a really good actor? Has he thought of every possible scenario so he's always a step ahead, including her finding out like she did tonight? Or, you know, when he's 
when we see him with Agent Turner and he looks a little bummed out that he's been broken up with, is there actual hurt there? Is there are there actual feelings there? Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know either. He does tell her he loves her. Like, that's his reaction when she's like, I want you to say, I felt like she was saying, I want you to tell me that you're FBI. But he tells her, I love you. And so... I don't, it feels genuine, and I've kind of felt that way a little bit throughout. I know when he first came into the picture, I was like, yes, Annie's got a boyfriend. I'm super stoked. He seems so nice, but you know. I have to point out that this side of the table was not really <laughs> that is true. And said, look at where we are now. Quite I a know. predicament, if you ask me, huh? I know, but Annie fell for it, too. Yeah. So, you know, me and Annie we get it, you know, you fall for a seemingly nice guy and he turns out to, you know, be framing you for murder and putting you in jail. So Casual. Cash. So he is kind of working out a plan with her in that he wants her to throw Beth under the uh, under the bridge, but she's like, that's not gonna happen, that's my sister, so he's like, we'll come up with a plan B. I don't know. I really I'm really gullible. I really want him to, like, take care of her and take down Agent Turner. I think that would be cool. I think it would be cool. I think it'd be really neat. Um, But, again, with the interactions I've seen him within the FBI, he seems to love his job. That's true. He gets a lot of satisfaction by solving these cases that I don't really know if he's fully going to be on Annie's team. Oh, I know. I I hear what you're saying, and I think I agree with that. Like, I, I understand. That makes sense. But, you know, part of my heart just wants it to happen so badly. Also, I just picture him breaking the news to Agent Turner that that was counterfeit money. So, like you said, him being good at his job, he's the one that's progressing this a lot. So, I don't know. Career woman. Which one will he choose? Is there one outcome that you want to happen over the other? Um... I ultimately want Annie to be happy, and I think that he does make her happy, but I don't know if they can move forward with this. That This is beyond lying. This is a fake life, big <laughs> jog. That is I true. think it'd be really hard for them to build from there, because what was real, what was fake? What was pre-planned for her to fall for him? What was actually him? That's true. What if he has a whole other family, even? Oh, God. Right? We don't know anything about his personal life. Mm -hmm. Like, he could have, like, a kid or something. And the other thing that's really sad is um, Sadie has grown so attached to him. They, I feel like in every episode, it's a very big connection between the two of them. So, I don't know. I'm conflicted. I know what my heart wants, but my brain is telling me something else. So, next episode, we'll find out. Um, Speaking of love, um, Beth is always in this love triangle, I feel like. There's a pull between Rio, who is kind of ghosting her, and, you know, he's taking a vacation from Beth and not answering in her phone calls. And then it's almost this weird connection with her and Dean. Like, they're being very civil with each other, which I appreciate, but they're almost... I wouldn't say bonding, but a little bit of, like, connection between both of them going through the worst time ever. They're, like, kind of, you know, finding camaraderie in their suffering, I would say, in a very poetic way. (laughs) But um, with their relationship, um, do you 
what do you feel about Brio? Like, we should talk about Brio, especially since you weren't here last week. And there was um, there was a pretty, I feel like there's always a pretty intimate, intense walkthrough. Yes, eye contact between Elizabeth and Christopher. <laughs> oh my gosh, Christopher. What are your thoughts? Christopher. I think that we should keep on calling him Christopher moving forward. And Elizabeth. I mean, Elizabeth the and names. Christopher. Yes. I'm so into it. I'm into it. Um, I I like this relationship. I've said it. I'll say it again. I like it. <laughs> Is it the smartest? No. Is it the healthiest? No, it isn't by any means. But I still like it. And the fans of Good Girls still like it. It's something we look forward to each episode. So keep giving it to me, please. That's true. Do we think that there's going to be a big payoff in the final episode? I feel like there's a little bit of hints, a, li- a few hints, I think. I don't think, again, I think every time we have had those moments, they're not in this picture perfect life of crime, romantic comedy, or whatever we want to call it. They're always in this with this kind of dark twist to them. Very grungy. Very grungy, right? Mm. We haven't had the. The, the chemistry we see, we haven't really seen the passion behind it. I don't know. It's there, but the writers kind of keep us on our toes, so is what I'm get, gathering at. I agree. Well, we also see the moments where they where nothing happens, I feel like, are more intense and almost more romantic in a way than when they're actually, like, together. I feel like each time they've been together, it's made us, like, uncomfortable in a sense and, like, a little bit awkward but then those moments where they're playing the 20 questions back and forth and then they get really close or he like brushes his arm his fingers around her face then it's like a very heated intense moment i like those keep those coming yeah for me okay yeah yeah yep. that's what i'm thinking <laughs> um yeah so hopefully we'll see something really great in the finale like wouldn't that i don't know would it be awesome maybe not you're saying no i think I think we'll definitely get something that's going to satisfy us to a certain degree, but we won't have that, ah, oh, this is what we've been waiting for, all our answer, all our questions are answered type situation. Right. Okay. It's going to be like steamy. Ooh, but what does this mean? But what does it mean? I know. We're, we're going to be left with a big question mark like we do steamy, every time. But what does this mean? I know. Okay. Um, speaking of some questions that are unanswered with Rio... Do you find it odd that he didn't really help Beth this episode? He gave her the cold shoulder. Did that bother you? No, because I think he's always hot and cold with her. Yeah. He ultimately wants to help her when he can, but he lets her figure it out because he ultimately knows that she will. That's true. Oh, I like that answer. That's good. And then um, do you think that I'm curious about this fancy lawyer. So we remember the tennis player attorney that he's really good friends with. I'm ready for her to come back in the picture and, like, help because she was introduced, like, five episodes ago. And she hasn't done anything to further the storyline or help the girls or anything. I really want her to, like, come in the picture and help everything That is such a smart, smart point because that hasn't come up. Even her helping the situation we are in right now instead of this fancy lawyer would be a very smart move. I don't know why the girls haven't thought about that. I don't know, but I'm thinking about it. She better come next episode. She she better. Swoop in. Save the day. Um, Let's move on to Stan and Ruby. So they have conflict again this episode between the attorney, their attorney, who they gave counterfeit money to and the attorney found out and so now it's not he's not on their side anymore and they have to find a new attorney and the court appointed attorney is going to 
um, tells Stan that he needs to plead guilty, and that means that he's going to be going to prison. And so we see them preparing for Doomsday. As we have seen in the past, we've seen Ruby making her lasagnas. For Stan, he's just going through and fixing all the home appliances. And I feel like it's just such a sad thing every time Every time we see that with this couple. Um, what what do you think is going to come about from this? I mean, do, are, do we really think Stan's going to end up in jail? Is oh, Ruby God. going to really jeopardize this whole scheme for the girls? I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know that this family's going to figure it out because they always find a way to. They always find a way to, no matter how you know hard they fight and how much they disagree on so many things. They always come back and unite. And we saw this even with their little girl today who came around and understands who they are at a core of a, as a family. Yeah. He had to do something bad to cover something ba- bigger bad up. Yep. <laughs> yeah, uh, just like that. <laughs> I know. And Sarah, she's kind of warming up, I think, but she's still very on the one arm's length away from her parents in a sense. Yeah, but it's um, understandable. You'd be upset too if you saw your, your father be arrested in front of you for something that your family admitted that he did. Yeah, that's true. When they've always told you got right from wrong and what's the best decision to make and you have to make that, that one. And, you know, it kind of makes you question everything that they've taught you this far. That's true. Ugh. And she's a smart girl too. Um, Agent Turner showed up again in Ruby and Stan's life. And this time it was at church. And he has no boundaries, this gentleman. No boundaries. And he is on this case all the time. He's got to find a hobby. He's got to <laughs> find, you know, some activity to do. Start cooking. Start knitting. Take up a sport. I mean, all the time. He is just like on it. So um, I would classify this as a workaholic. <laughs> um, you know, maybe he should take a vacation to Legoland, you know, instead of Rio. So vacation, I hope that's coming up for Agent Turner. Um, he approaches Ruby and he says that he hopes that they take the deal. Here's my qualm with that. Ruby has talked to Agent Turner before and quote unquote accepted the deal so she could throw Beth under the bus and I think I said that incorrectly last time. That's my phrase of the night, throwing people under the bus. So she um, already did this. We've seen a pattern of this before. And nothing came about it. And Agent Turner was going to put her in jail anyways because she didn't deliver Beth. So why is he still coming up to Ruby and telling her to take the deal when nothing came about it before and he was going to throw her in jail anyways? It's like... We've already been down this path. Why is this still happening? I guess because he still hasn't found Beth, but I don't know. Did you have an issue with that? Or They I don't just know don't want to give up. They just don't yeah. want to give up. That's it. I don't know. It's like happening over and over again. I it, We saw him really showing up in Beth's life a lot for the first half of the season, and now I feel like that's all turned towards Ruby and see what her um, reaction is going to be, and hopefully she learns from the last time. I think she's going to stay strong. I don't think she's going to go back on her word. And I don't think she's going to do anything against Beth because she tried that before and that ruined it for sure, that relationship for a while. So I think she'll stay strong. Um, but yeah, Agent Turner, man. <laughs> 
Let's. Uh, I want to shift that says that Agent Turner man. Agent Turner man. Um, I just want you guys. You guys are being awesome in the live chat right now. You know, just throw in some suggestions on like hobbies that you think that Agent Turner should have instead of stalking Ruby. That's your homework. <laughs> okay. Um, let's move on to Marion. Marion, who kind of lied to Annie. Annie had a really rough episode where everybody's lying to her and she doesn't know That's anyone to true. trust. That is true. Her man, her her girl, her grandma. Oh my lordy. That's sad. I know. So I was so excited to see her. I've been talking about that, I think, throughout the whole season. Ready to see grandma. And she's usually so funny. But this time she had a big secret. Boomer in the attic. I don't know how that lasted this whole season because Boomer cannot stay out of trouble. He really can't. That's so surprising. And then more importantly, it was surprising to me. I kind of was under the understanding that he didn't really care much for his grandmother. He's been stealing from her this, that, or the other. Yet she's letting him stay. So I'm kind of I'm excited for future for next week's episode to find out yeah. kind of how that all went about. Or like, more information at least. What has he been doing? Has he had a cell phone? He's been charging things on her credit card but Annie's been looking at her credit card this whole time so this is the first slip up so what has he been doing has he been going out places living his life just under the radar just living in the attic maybe maybe just playing video games in his pajamas I could see that for a boomer I feel like I see him, he's been running around, doing a bunch of different things and he's running out of money options and that's why he has to go see the grandma Mm-hmm. Well, he, you know, came back, and I was happy for a second, but I really could have been okay with him being dead. <laughs> the guy has, like, nine lives. I'll tell you that. Yep. He's just like a cockroach. Yeah. He just won't die. Mm-mm. Won't die. Um, so that, were, that was the big points uh, for this episode, and I think we're just really excited for next week's finale. <laughs> Did you have any other things that you want to bring up for this episode? Anything? Uh, um, I I think that Beth's husband um, has been slowly kind of stepping up to the plate. I still have a lot of critiques when it comes to him as a character, but I do have to give it to him that no matter what, he's proven to be a decent father, minus him not handling his finances, which is important when you're a father figure, because you got to be able to sustain your family. So minus that, at least what we've been seeing, I, I kind of, I feel that he's been pushing Beth away, truly to protect the kids and not to um, not to hurt her. I think we've seen him grow, too. Dean's doing okay. And we saw some common ground when he said that he was looking into doing joint custody, and doing the house, and they could share that. One of the most, um, I don't know, um, interesting scenes, I think, in this episode was when he took his plate of pasta and just smashed it on his shirt. I mean, you could just see the man was defeated. It was really creepy, and it looked like blood, that red sauce, and he was putting it all over his chest. (gasps) His poor kids. That was the creepiest thing. I know, and yeah, they're all having a family meal at the table. They probably don't do that every night, and then it's like, oh, special occasion while sitting at the table. Dad's acting crazy. Smearing spaghetti everywhere, so I think he just had enough. And the one thing that he was good at, that he felt confident in, was 
haggling cars. And this 20-something kid comes up and tells him, you know, we're not doing it that way. You're fired. So I'm sure that it was like that was the one thing that he had and it got ripped away from him. And that's what happens. You just lose your mind. So in a sense, I kind of I feel for the guy a little bit. I do. All right. Well, that was a real build-up, I think, episode into the finale. I'm so excited to see what's going to happen next week. There's going to be so many loose ends to tie up. So before we get into our news and shout-outs and predictions, let's go ahead and move on to our special segment on who you think is the baddest good girl. Hey everybody, before we move on to our next topic, I do want to let you know about Anchor because Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place for free, just like this show, which you can use right from your phone or computer. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great, just like this one, and they'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere podcasts are heard, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can easily make money from your podcast too with no minimum listenership. Get started today by downloading Downloading the Anchor app, or you can go to anchor.fm. All right, guys, let's get back to the show. Juliet, you want to start us off? I think our baddest good girl has to go to Annie because she went and confronted um, uh, Boomer's uh, grandmother with the risk of Boomer still being alive and in the house. She went to go look for him, and she was like, I'm going to find him. You know, she's not scared. She just wants some answers, and I think that's a really badass move. I completely agree. My pick for the baddest good girl this week is also Annie. I 100% agree with that. Um, I said because of um, because she called out Noah for being part of the FBI. She tackled Mary, Beth, Mary Pat. That tackle scene made me laugh so hard. Loved that. And she was the only person who was looking for Boomer. None of the other girls were actively looking for Boomer. They were like, we have a situation. This isn't good. But Annie's the one that went out, and she found him. She's a fighter. She's a fighter, and she's determined. So baddest good girl for sure this episode. Baddest good girl goes to Annie. Um, Let us know who you think your baddest good girl is. Leave that in the chat. Leave that in the comments. Um, And let us know. So, um, let's go ahead and move on to a little bit of news. news. Okay, so we have just a little bit of news for this week. um, And then next week we'll let you know what everybody's up to. But, um, Beth, who is Christina Hendricks, um, is starring in a new movie that's on Hulu. So, that is called egg and you can check that out it's out out right now um it's a very interesting movie watched it over the weekend um beth's character is playing um a wife who is kind of in this one scene that takes place over a whole afternoon so it's very artistic very interesting character for her to play so if you've got some time go check it out on hulu and uh, that's it for news so we'll have more next week um now let's move on to our shout-outs. Yay, you guys. Again, we tell you all the time, and we'll tell you again. We love it when you guys take the time to leave us a comment. 
Uh, and we wanted to thank you by reading some out loud here on the show. We have a shout out to Tyna Butterfly who says, I just found your channel this morning. Thanks. I subscribed. Well, thank you there. That's very sweet of you. And you guys at home, please make sure you subscribe because it does really help uh, help us at AfterBuzz. Another shout out is from uh, Micah Dawn who says, Annie should tell Noah to back the hell off of Sadie. It's totally weird for a grown man to form a relationship with a young teen who has struggled with gender identifying issues sadie doesn't need doesn't know that annie is doing anything for the fbi to be stalking her it's totally mary pat's husband the hair showed wasn't long the dude probably had a ridiculously long comb over yeah it's true that he had like a long little ponytail situation so as soon as they showed that they didn't even show her husband in depth they just showed the back of his head and they're like oh ponytail great there you go and i think they also did a really good job to show boomer right after they asked the question like what's boomer's hair color and you see boomer and he's clearly a redhead for those who didn't remember because i I kind of start for a second was there was like huh what color is it it? and it's really short he has that really buzz cutty kind of haircut so at k ellaby thank you so much for participating in our baddest good girl segment you left a comment for last week episode episode 12 saying that you believe that beth is the baddest good girl of the week she told her husband he can go she signed the divorce papers and told him she liked doing stuff to Rio that I can't say on air. <laughs> That's badass. I agree. I kind of enjoyed her just being really honest because, you know, he cheated on her so many times and the fact, like, what's the real reason? I just really like having sex with him. And I was like, you know what? Yes. And we like it too and it's the only reason we actually really need. And she's so brutally honest about it. I just love that. Yeah. I think the body is Mary Pat's husband, too, as we found out this week. You were right, so good job on that prediction from last week. Her kids said dad is in the freezer. Ding, ding, ding. That's so true. He did say that. He said their dad's in the freezer. I know. We just thought that they were calling Boomer their dad. but Cute little Mm -mm. nugget right there. Awesome. She probably moved him to get Boomer in there. Oh. You're wrong about that part. But right about a lot. Right about right about a lot. Our last but not least shout out goes to Renee Cervantes, who left a message five days ago saying, I still like Noah. I stand by my prediction that he is going to fall in love with Annie and end up covering for her. When Agent Turner and his men were leaving the station to head over to the dealership, Noah had a look of guilt and regret on his face. He is failing for Annie. He is falling for Annie. And now that the girls are persuading Annie to date Noah, I think even though they both have ulterior motives, they both are going to fall in love. I like Noah. I like how you said that twice. Yeah. I like Noah. I like her for their daughter, and I like that the daughter likes them too. Uh, they could be a cute family. Uh, I agree. I agree. I'm there with you. I think that's a good – I agree some things, not all of them. But, again, guys, we are so thankful that you took the time to leave us a comment. Uh, and please do for this episode, episode 13. We're almost towards the end. Yeah, Episode 12. Wait, what are we? 12? Yeah, this is 12. This is 12. Talking next about week. Jeff. And then next week is the finale, episode 13, titled King. Oh so it's going to be – who's going to be the king? It's kind know. of like GOT, like – 
who's sitting the, on the throne. This show is really, really setting itself up well to be like like a mafioso show, and yes. everyone's in line, intertwined in different ways, and there's just so much material there. So I know. Well, while we're talking about shout-outs, I just want to give a shout-out to everybody who's in the chat right now. Um, thank you guys for all of the opinions and ideas that you guys are throwing out. We've got a lot of people in tonight. Just want to say hi to Vic, Samantha, Micah, Storm Within, Sarah. Um, thank you guys all for chatting. Everyone's talking about Boomer being a cockroach. Don't love that. And don't love how Marion um, has turned on Annie after all that she's done. Everyone's kind of in agreement for that. Um, and we've got a prediction in here. So once we get down to that, I think that's a good segue for us to jump into our prediction. <laughs> and now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Okay, so we saw in the promo a few things. Beth has her makeup smeared with tears. Dean is holding Beth in front of the kids. We've seen this promo before. We also see Beth in front of a storage unit, the same one that we've seen um, for the cash. We see Beth pointing a gold gun at someone or something. Then we see Beth in her living room with Agent Turner, Noah, and four other FBI agents. And finally, we hear Beth say, I murdered Leslie Peterson. That is what they gave us leading up to the final episode of season two. Let's jump in to predictions. Um, There's a lot. It could be from anyone. Any of the girls. We've got Boomer in the mix now. Um, Yeah. Where do you want to start with our predictions for the finale? Um... Oh god, I don't know where to start. I I unfortunately don't know if I see this ending well for Annie and Noah. Um I think either if they end up together, he's definitely losing his job and he's getting in trouble somehow. Um if they don't end up together, I I am I'm just nervous about the whole thing. So I just I'm just predicting bad things for that little duo right there. Not going to be great. Not going to be Not great. Not a happy ending for the love. Mm-mm. I think we're going to see Rio. We're going to get a Rio moment that's going to make us you know very high tension, high blood pressure, all that and then but it won't be the exact satisfaction that we're wanting. Uh, mainly because I don't think we all are ingredients with it. I even as a huge fan of Rio, don't even know what I want from them. Mm-hmm. I just want them to make out more often. But I just want I don't them to know. be really close, like nose to nose, just yeah. the eye contact. Oh, get my blood it, flowing. It's all about the tension. So if it's we finally do get this, what or what are they gonna date? Like what does that even look like? Is that hot anymore? I don't know. So Yeah. I don't know. Mixing work work with the uh, family life and all your kids and this crazy dean, like that's probably not a good mixture. Um that's good. I think for some of my predictions, I'm going to predict that since we've seen Stan in this really tough predicament of losing his attorney, I think that it would be really cool and smart if Ruby kind of did her homework and figured out kind of a loophole or something for Stan. So, like, almost as if she's representing him, but she's just smart enough to figure out, like, the information or some loophole or something, maybe by talking to Rio's attorney. I think maybe that would be, like, a good tie-in. I also think that because the next episode is 
um, titled King that someone's going to end up on top. Who is going to be the king? That's the biggest question. Is it going to be Beth? And we see her talking to the FBI agents and saying that she killed Boomer, but Boomer's alive. So I don't know if that's some way for her to be like, the only crime I committed was killing Leslie because that's what you're telling me I have to say. And then he comes out alive. And, and then out of the closet, and you're like, but bam, here I am. And then it's like, oh, they don't have any evidence or any kind of case at all. I don't know. I feel like maybe somewhere in that mix it could be. Well, there's the money laundering true. that's still up in the air, and they're very close to it. So I don't know. True. Well, I, I, yeah, I don't know. And then the gun. Who is she gonna be pointing that gun to? Is my question. Is it gonna? What if she kills Boomer? She's not gonna do that. I don't know. That's actually a good prediction or a good question because every time that murders have had to happen, they've been lucky and avoided them. But maybe that this is you know the last straw, and she's actually going to become the king or part of the thing by killing someone because we know that it comes with a job. She's been able to avoid it for two seasons, but I don't know how many more episodes. You know, um, I've heard a lot of chatter that people are worried Rio's life might be in danger. No, he is too hot, you guys. If you're in that writer room, listen to me. You don't kill the hottest character on season. You gotta you gotta introduce us with someone at least in the meantime. That's probably the smartest Cause, thing. Yeah, because I mean, I love all their storylines, but I gotta have something to look at, too. Oh, yeah, I could look at that every episode. More and more. And I do. And and I, do. I do. I do. Um, okay, I'm trying to think any other... We talked about Anne, Annie and Noe, Beth, and Stan and Ruby. Do you have any predictions for Stan and Ruby? Um, I'm hoping that they somehow get their case dismissed, although it's not looking that great. Um, Do you think that anyone is going to serve jail time? Ah, it's tough. If it were going to happen, I feel like this would be the time because we're going from the end of a season to season three, which could start later on. So if somebody went and served jail, it could start, you know, one year later, for instance. that is true. I feel like I see more of um, Christopher going to jail. Mm. At least I hope so. I mean, out of everyone, because I feel like he could handle it the most. I feel like he's done it also, so... He knows the rope. He get out quick. Um, so that's my prediction. All right. I'm going to read a few predictions from um, some people in the chat. Samantha says there might be some kind of showdown between Beth and Rio. Noah will help the girls. Hopefully, Turner will be outed for being shady and following the girls everywhere. That would be really awesome if um, this whole finale turns against Agent Turner. And they've got Noah working on the inside. I like that prediction. I'm with you. And Sarah also says that Noah, I feel like he will form a plan with the girls. I doubt Beth was holding the gun at Rio. Yeah. I mean, I'm just throwing things out here. We'll see what happens. And if she was, I don't think she, like, shot him. Right. And Aaron says, well, it's illegal to confess to something you didn't do. So there's that. So. Oh, interesting. 
Hmm. I didn't know that. Very interesting. Very interesting. But maybe so. you were saying earlier that she could be like, I felt immense pressure from the juridical system. You sh- ought to be ashamed of yourself. Like, she could play that card. Yeah, like, um, you offered me a deal. If I would say this, then you would let me offer something. I don't know. Yeah. Well, there's only one way to find out, and that's to watch the episode next week. So, if you have more to say, please feel free to leave that in the comments, and we will read that out in our shout-outs next week, which is the finale. So, I am so excited. We're on the edge of our seats to find out what is going to conclude season two. Um, so, we will be right back here, same time, same place next week. Juliet, do you want to tell everybody where they can continue chatting with you? You guys, we can keep the conversation going on Instagram. Uh, feel free to reach out. Uh, my handle is at Juliet. Thanks, guys, so much for watching. And you can find me and continue the conversation on Instagram and Twitter at at Kels Hightower. And that concludes our show. So we will see you next week for the finale. Thanks, everyone. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first. We're the biggest in the world. And we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.